This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Hot Off The Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and today I'm joined by someone that everyone knows, everyone loves, myself included, Sarah Heron, the deputy news editor of usmagazine.com. Thank you so much for having me. Big time magazine editor is the vibe these days. Honestly, like, how do you feel? Tired. I'm tired. (laughs) The news doesn't sleep. And it's been you weird and I, lately. You and I famously discussed prior to the Queen's death mm-hmm. when we are our perfect time for her to die. I did. And I, I have no shame in saying that I respect celebrities. You know, they are the reason I have a job. But if we could just work together on some of these things, including time of death, it would just be, go better for everyone else. And yeah, like a, I think you famously said like a Tuesday. Yeah. Time. I mean, business hours between noon to three are the best Eastern mm-hmm. Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's not in the middle of the night. And the UK is tricky because of that time difference. I know. And the summer is a dangerous time to be an entertainment journalist because in addition to no one reading anything because they're on the beach and not, um, you know, on their phones Mm -hmm. like they are when they're depressed in the winter, celebrities, um, especially classic celebrities, Mm -hmm. love to do that um, Labor Day, Fourth of July, Memorial Day, Friday night news dump because they know the weekly tabloids have to close their magazines early. They think that we're, you know, off on a boat somewhere. And when you were just on my podcast this week, Here for the Mm -hmm. Right Reasons, talking about The Bachelor, I started, Caitlin Bristow has since dropped even more wild cryptic Instagrams, not so cryptic. Sarah, and I'm having scary that it's going to be Labor Day weekend that she and we, Jason actually get from this breakup, a parent breakup. We discussed Caitlin and Jason. We discussed mm-hmm. The Bachelor. We were in it on Tuesday. Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Tuesday. Tuesday. And all I have to say is like, I swear to God, we hung up our headphones uh-huh. and immediately there was like Instagram stories with other quotes and mm-hmm. like now she's posting workout videos being like gotta fight sa- the noise <laughs> gotta fight the noise like, this is noise you created like sweetie you're loving it just be right. honest and she posted this Instagram story that was up for literally 30 seconds and um was sent to me by someone in her Facebook group and it was literally like 
how dare you guys expect me to address something that I haven't even processed yet, like have an effing heart, yada, yada, and then took to Instagram to post her lyrics to her 2020 song, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know if people are familiar, but um, honestly, kind of catchy. And it stream is it. About, it. Stream it. That's what she tells people to do. And like about how she's not as tough as she looks. Um, but again, by posting that Instagram story and then posting those song lyrics, simply just maybe turn off the comments, put the phone down. Like I get it. It must be infuriating, but also just put the phone away for a few weeks. I, I, I feel as though that has to be the move. Just or just like fully lean into it. Right. Like fully be a mess. Like I want her posting quotes. I want her drowning out the noise with you know burpees like i that is what i'm looking for so you're here for what she's doing now we just got to keep it going and we can't have the like absolutely. how dare you on instagram <laughs> absolutely like i don't need her yelling at us right sweetie like you're doing this to yourself yeah but also like i keep like looking at jason's instagram too and like he's just posting a lot of the dogs right which is no only Caitlin. it's really because he, he was on they were on separate vacations which we talked about and then when he came home he immediately posted this video like reuniting with the dogs in the garage and then out of the house yeah which, i mean maybe they're all maybe this is all just a way for us you know to get more engagement on their stories i'm sure their engagements are high Jana Kramer, our girl, is great at this. Whenever she knows we're talking about her, there will be an ad on the story. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ariana Grande launching a perfume this week. Like, Iconic. Their, their engagements have never been higher. So it yeah. makes sense that we're all stalking their stories, looking for this breakup announcement, and they're going to bombard us with other things. So I, Jason is a businessman. So he's playing this he hand as is well. the money mafia. He is. Per his Instagram bio. Okay? Exactly. So now I do want to give a shout out to a lovely dear friend of mine, Hannah. Um, I won't give her last name away, but her name is Hannah and um, she loves Jason's podcast. Like honestly, unironically. No, and it's I'm actually, like, you get go, are you so part of the tea. Money Mafia? And she was like, honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Okay. Well, the episode's like just about like how to like be financially responsible or not for me because like it's just never going to happen, you know, like, like who in this world please. has the time? We're going to, we're all not going to be here in three years. Like this let's economy, just get real. Let's just live, you know, I'd rather go on vacation. But the episodes with reality stars are fascinating because he does get most of them to like reveal their contract details and how much money they made. And especially in like the bachelor world, you find out like clearly there's favorites because like some of them get offered like $5,000 just to step on the beach in paradise and then like a daily fee that's higher than other people who accept like $300 a day that are there for two days to so simply make like $600 for their two day stint in paradise to then be made fun of on national television. So, so that part is interesting. This leads me to a story that I wasn't planning on discussing, but now that you're talking about this, you know how I go. Like I my mind just, it's like Candyland. It's like shoots and ladders. Like you just kind of don't know what you're going to get. Right. Um, Nick from Love is Blind is oh, yeah. claiming that he is destitute. And he mm -hmm. is close to homelessness. And I have so many issues with this because mm -hmm. he is claiming like, I didn't get paid enough. I didn't do this, blah, 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 blah. What people need to understand is that going on reality television does not guarantee an influencer job anymore. Right. Let's talk Bachelor. For example, this is like the perfect example. They used to go on this show. And you could be like fifth runner up and you mm -hmm. would leave with over 500,000 Instagram followers in the height Burger of it, which bear is... hair, right? Hula, like all of those like shit brands that like, mm -hmm. you know, like, sh like just pay influencers or do you remember those like three yeah. ten shakes? Of course, I remember those yeah. three ten shakes, the flat tummy tea of it all the flat in, tea. in that like Caitlin Bristow. Tea 
Bachelor season and that season that followed, which was Ben Higgins. The Ben oh, Higgins yeah. girlies raked it in. I was just talking about oh, Amanda Stanton, who announced she was pregnant yesterday. She came in fourth and had over a million followers going into her first stint in Paradise. Yeah. Now the lead doesn't even get half a mil sometimes. And Zach Shawcross has, I have more followers than him. And, and honestly, you, sh- you should. But like, it's, Thank it's you. sad. It's, it's weird. And they, they should know it's going weird. in, like, it's a risk. Some of them are still going to be able to shine. Um, I know we were, we we're going to talk about New York. Um, and Sai is a good example of someone who like actually has a following. But you have this will to help like her, hustle but... now. Like yes. it's, before I will say it was just kind of given to you. Like yeah. it was just different if the people just followed. And I mean, like, I remember Ben Higgins season's a great example. Jojo, mm-hmm. like that. Jojo, era. Lauren, Kayla Quinn is still like raking in because she has Kayla the fo- Quinn is like now a mommy blogger. Right. Like they just got the following. And I think it was because of the height of Instagram. Like now we're we're a little more particular about who we follow. Like we're getting 100 percent. There's so many apps. There's so, so many, many apps. Things like we're more like, particular about who we follow. It got like repetitive. Like it kind of yeah. like I was like, OK, why am I following this person? Like right. they're not every season. They're all the same. Also, like, yeah, like they're not interesting to me like they're not doing anything crazy like I I don't know but so with love is blind for example Mm -hmm. it's like that's a whole different show number one and it's a show where like when you're consuming it when it's on it's like that's all you want to talk about that Mm -hmm. but the minute it's over I don't think about these people again I don't care if they're still together I don't care if they're having babies like I literally do not give a fuck about them and I think it's a few reasons because Netflix is turning those seasons out very quickly, which is really smart. Turn and then the even like the versions of like the perfect match or ultimatum, like that have some of the same people on it. Like Netflix is just delivering so much unscripted content that it's, a, these people don't really stand out the same way. There's a season of the bachelor every couple months. Like it's a cycle. It's like America's next top model next cycle, you know, mm-hmm. but with Nick specifically and the Netflix people do get more followers than the bachelor people right now. now so like you're in a better situation if you're on love is blind like nick was however one you turned on i mean i'm not saying that i'm, there, I'm sure some of there's truth to some of the production claims like in those sure. lawsuits like i can't even imagine but going on a reality show you're giving up the potential of what the edit's going to be you're probably losing your job if you're not working for someone who's like supportive of your reality tv journey <laughs> and now to claim that he is like unemployable like part of me is Maybe like that's on you right like i kind of feel like it's on you like you you risk you left your day job to go on this program knowing you weren't gonna have a job when you got out clearly whatever you were doing you weren't that great at because no one wants to hire you right. and if you wanted to launch a podcast or try to hustle with i'm sure the following you do have maybe leans that way, but just like going to the Daily Mail and talking about being on the brink of homelessness. What do you want us to do? Start a GoFundMe for you? Like, what is the point of this, of this press tour? Well, you know, I don't like to bring him up, but Nick Vial talked about him on his podcast a few months ago, maybe Mm -hmm. it was where he, because he was like, you have to like work. Like influencing is, listen, I, I, there are some influencers out there who I just can't stand mm-hmm. but they fucking work like yeah like you have to be such a this is might be problematic but i feel like to be like a successful influencer you have to have like such a different level of narcissism no, and hustle do. yeah like work it's, ethic it's the ones who 
I mean, think about all the podcasts that have come and gone over the years, like the people who like are doing it just for the deal, the people who are like booking things themselves, starting themselves. I mean, Nick is a great example. Like he's definitely controversial and people I think hate listen to that show off the time. Some of them love it, but his downloads are insane. He now does like a million episodes a week. And he also was in that prime era of The Bachelor. As we know, he was on Caitlyn's season. He was on Andy's season. He was on his own season. Like he he was on Paradise. Like he was on everything. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to be on that Special Forces show. Um, So they they got lucky. They're in that like prime era. You're Hannah Brown, you're Tyler Cameron. Like, I don't think we're going to have an era of The Bachelor like that ever again. So it's a risk to go on. Um, But also you do have to like work to some degree. It's different work. It's probably a lot of work for a couple of days and then maybe you get to coast for a week or mm-hmm. if you get on the right kind of TikTok and you get to go travel, mm-hmm. but like it is still making content to some degree. So you know who I think about a lot, who I think is the hardest working influencer? Who? Hannah G. Hannah G has definitely, it's easier Hannah, when you're in a couple though. G. Hannah G she... and Dylan get to, when you're in a couple, Dylan's you get more opportunity. Shit. I know, but she gets to like, have him in her she gets to be like stuff. yeah like he's like in the background like, yeah hannah is truly and i've talked to her before i think she's a really nice girl mm-hmm. and like she's also just like yeah like this is hard. <laughs> like yeah like she's constantly making content she's like constantly doing brand deals she's like she's like a hard-working bachelor person um but that's not really why you're here today (laughs) you know naturally we just go into the bachelor of it all but i want to talk to you what did i want to talk to you about megan and harry oh my god megan and harry what do you think's going on with them this is just going to be a quick little chat um i think we're into it we're gearing up no i don't think they're getting divorced i don't either i think we're gearing up for a rebrand a relaunch i think Mm. this was a lot of leave the royal family i kind of think honestly Megan and Harry thought it was going to be easier than it was kind of like these influencers who think they're going to walk onto this show, get the success. And Megan and Harry, clearly the deals came, they signed about 20 of them. And then and to some ones. degree, they didn't want to show up and do the work either. I mean, <laughs> you, one interview with Oprah is only going to get you so far. You know, the Netflix show was very successful, but it didn't come without its criticisms of we've heard these stories before. What do we do now? Well, that um, was they're saying, too much time I feel like was I mean it did amazing but it did amazing I was obsessed with it when it Mm -hmm. came out the docuseries yeah then we got slammed with spare yeah spare it was was too close quickly like I was over it I was like yeah because I felt like spare should have come out last summer yeah for sure and then the docuseries could have come out and, and the docuseries should have picked little bow on right. this chapter and then we can move on because like i think that they overestimated how much people, people care about care. them yeah um and they're and, like what they went through like there's really really like, more serious things happening in the world like my god and then to hear that they got the 20 million dollar deal she did eight episodes Mm -hmm. she's doing like they're just not working and so it's like i i'm kind of glad that they took this time to like lay low yeah and now with the invictus games coming back up like i think that's where harry is at his best totally the invictus games yep and with megan she's with wme now so she's like got a really big powerhouse like brand builder behind her Mm mm-hmm so I'm hoping we get something good out of this. What do you think yeah. about, do you think that's her Instagram? I do think it's her Instagram, that Megan. Um, that I that do. photo is so chuggy. If it's not, that'd be hilarious. Like whoever's pulling this prank, like yeah, honestly, like saps. 
next. But it like was in page six when it still had less than uh, 2000 followers. So mm-hmm. I don't think that would have happened if not with the sources confirming it's Megan. So I do think it's Megan. I think you're so right on the release of Spare. I also think it would have been fascinating to watch them watch the reaction to Spare in the docuseries. Totally. Because of what headlines got picked up, whatever um, would have been fascinating. I'll never forget when we got our like copy of Spare and we were speed reading it, like to try to beat everyone. It was like in Spanish. It was so chaotic. Um that was a really a crazy time to be alive. I was getting up at like 4 a.m. for like days at a time because of my If you hair. guys are new to this podcast and you're new to Sarah being a guest on the show, what you have to know is Sarah reads every fucking oh, every autobiography, book. every book, every memoir that these people put out. And it's hysterical. Too. And I've like my I don't know how, but like I really have trained myself to know what to skip and know what to find and to like just know where we're going. Um, Journalist. Journalism is speed reading. Um, It's my talent, but I do think it's her Instagram. And I do think the Spotify thing was honestly, that's the most embarrassing thing to me because Bill Simmons calling you a grifter. Um, like that's tough to come back from. Humiliating. And like you made all this money and like podcasting is a job for sure. But like it, when you're like you and I like book our own guests and make notes on episodes, like then it's like actually a job when you're Megan Markle and you just show up and they press record for you and they do everything else. Like that is kind of pathetic There's to me. There's 29 that people working on that podcast. And also everyone on their mother was going to say yes to you. And Harry right. was supposed to have a podcast too. So don't know what happened there. Um, and then there, even her Netflix shows though, like she had all these like shows in development and they all have been like canceled before they came out. And now jokes on us though because with suits being all anyone's fucking okay. talking about for some what reason what the fuck is going on with suits i have no idea i've never seen an episode of suits in my life guys i guess you know netflix it's on netflix but like so is firefly lane and like right Sweet and Magnolia's. everything else right what is it about suits What's i guess going like on with when suits? a show's on usa uh, maybe suits is actually just good and you know usa characters welcome but not everybody's got cable so they're just like they started watching it and like oh Troy and Belisario's husband's hot. Like, I really don't know, but it's really taking over. And I'm sure I just was, when I saw this at first, I was like, oh my God, we're going to have Megan releasing a statement, how she's not getting the residuals for suits. Like this is, this is perfect with the strike, but she's laid low on that, which I think is good. Um, It's just weird to me. I almost feel like maybe there was something with Netflix behind the scenes to be like, well, if we can't, we have to, we're paying Megan all this fucking money and we're not getting anything out of her. Let's put her on the homepage with suits and see if that works. And now they're getting some money for it. Billions of views. Yeah. Um, So let's transition back into Bravo. Okay. Let's talk Roni. What are your thoughts on the new girls, the new season, the reboot? What are your thoughts? I'm liking it. I really am liking it. I did watch... I know this is like annoying to say, but I did watch the three episodes all at once, like a month ago. So flex, <laughs> flex, mostly just whatever. And I, I liked it that way because I feel like I got to know them all quickly. I have rewatched them again as they're airing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think I'm curious what the response is because the first episode I think was pretty strong with introducing them, but then the next two, not that much really happened. Yeah. Um, and I found getting to watch three in a row, at least I like really got to know their names because it takes <laughs> me a minute. I'm just yeah. like not, and I'm like, I watch so much TV and I am on my, I'm bad at like, I'm, I'm on my phone. Like I miss things. I have to go back. Like it's, it's totally. not my, my strong suit. So I was happy to like really get to know them all. And I do like them, but I'm really interested to see where it goes next because not really that much has happened. Like we're still kind of bringing up catch. We're still kind of like, yeah. And it's also becoming so apparent to me that these women didn't know each other the way they, it was promised to us that they did. Yeah, like the first episode, it felt, felt very, like, a group, like they were familiar of. and it was yes. like a group. But now we're finding out that they had no idea. Like Sai was, grew up poor or like, 
they really I don't know how they didn't know that she talks about every fucking second right so it's kind of weird to me and then I don't know I do like them all though and I do think they are naturally good reality stars like they're all like you can tell they're you know, the cameras, like, not really, they're not really in their head about it. They seem to be being themselves. Um, they're putting in the work where they spent like three days in the Hamptons together nice and right away. We okay. need them all in the same room. I don't, I need them interacting. The I just Hamptons. need them to continue. I don't want to watch their like individual lives yet. Like, I really don't care. I need them all to be in group settings and I need to watch a fight play out on screen versus one that happened at Catch when they were either filming before and cut it because that random other girl was there or what. I don't know why they're not showing us that, but like, I need to watch it play out in real time. I agree. I, but agree. I like them all. I think I like them all. I think too. There are definitely some I like more than others. Baseline. Mm-hmm. I like them all. But yeah. then of course I have favorites. Um, what I need is I saw a five minute preview that Bravo puts out. I don't know why the fuck Bravo puts out like six minute previews, 10 minute previews. I'm like, what? Okay. Just give it us an episode then. Interesting. Like, yeah. Why are you doing that? It started with Vanderpump. I feel like, cause they were yeah. trying to capitalize on it. So smart. But, I know. Um, why the fuck are we still in the Hamptons? I don't know. Why it makes me worried they don't have much in this empty house the with the I white know. walls? Like, uh, I feel like I'm going insane. Like, get me at Jenna's. Yeah, I agree. Get me to fucking Jenna's house. That's We've where done- I want to go. You're right. Me and, and my was- overalls. <laughs> You and your it was exciting to be in the Hamptons, like you said, like with it's so rony. It Great. made sense. And, and we went to Topping Rose, you know. Growing shade Rose. at the houses and the what location. It's like, oh, these are the girls I know. This is these are the people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but to still be there now, that would be the, the fourth episode yeah. in this empty home in the Hamptons off season. That is concerning to me because it's like, what don't we have that we have to still be here? This is almost every so one work. day is an episode. Like, yeah, that's the heat, crazy. The heat's not working in her house. Right. But that's like not, that's all we have. I am excited though, because I think we do get some more Uba personal life stuff because I feel like she's the one so far that like I know the least about. Mm-hmm. With that said, I don't know much about any of them and I'm Me actually either. okay with that. I want, like you said, I want more dynamics between them. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, like finding out, like, I like finding out a little bit about them at a time rather than yeah. Like, story dumps like I really enjoyed that little moment with Jenna talking about her mom and how she had Asperger's and was yes. like okay Jenna makes so much sense now mm-hmm. um I do have an issue with Sai. I find Sai to be like really beautiful and, shining and gorgeous but like if I hear round the way girl one more goddamn time yeah like I grew up poor like we got it it's giving Ramona and like you know I bequeath nothing Mm-hmm. To Missouri singer like okay like we understand um, yeah I agree but it's like okay like you, we all have a story we all have a tale so it's like that's that I got it and like she look at her like she's thriving now I have the unpopular opinion of like Jessel being my favorite really people are stunned stunned confused befuddled I'm a little stunned yeah I'm obsessed with her why I find her to be so raw Okay. And so unaware of herself. She does have like a fake accent sometimes. That's Oh my God, it like slips in and out. Yeah. I'm just obsessed with her because like she's like a raw exposed nerve and she Mm. has no fucking idea that she's like that. I think that's a really good call because of like all the stuff with the husband too. The like husband and the, she doesn't and know the nuggets she's giving us and like how this is no. going to play out where like at the reunion, there will be a 45 minute segment on her marriage that she is 100%. not prepared for that she no. did walk right into. 
which that's what I'm obsessed with. It's kind yeah. of like perfect segue. Jen on Orange County. Absolutely. She came in with this, like, this is my story. I'm going to tell my husband and I are no longer together. I'm dating this guy, Ryan, blah, 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 It's blah, great, blah. though. Blended it's family. Great, fine. She thought, like, there would be no questions. She thought mm-hmm. that there would be no one meddling in her business. And that's kind of what Jessel's doing. She's like, yeah, I don't sleep with my husband. And it's like, sweetie pie. Like, let's right. talk about that. Like, let's yeah. unpack. And, like, it's I going to be love- asked about for decades to come. They're gonna, their minds are going to be blown. Like, yeah. this is now who you are. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she has any clue. And Good I'm call. just, I just love it. I love it. There is something to be said for a reality star who doesn't, because, and Jen is interesting because she definitely, I agree with you, came in like this, but now is trying to act like it was her plan all along with the freaking hats on Watch What Happens Live and like making fun of the dick pic. But like, you can tell it's all Ryan. And like, it's she, humiliated. she's humiliated. It's so embarrassing. Do you think Tamara brought her on? with this as the plan or not. I think Tamara is a genius. Yeah, she um is. it you know whenever the head of NBC goes Tamara's got to be take that woman's place. You know, because she's just a fucking genius when it comes to like orchestrating reality television and like a really calculated way but it I don't see it. Like I don't see the like like with Lisa Vanderpump she was messy. Like yeah. she would like leave her crumbs everywhere and I could like find the trail to Lisa Vanderpump and like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? With yeah. Tamara, Cause it was like on Raider online. It was, yes, <laughs> the it receipts was on were Raider public. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. With Tamara, I feel like she was like, I like Jen mm-hmm. enough that I would film with her and she has an interesting life. Now, do I think Tamara brought her on knowing this was all going to be exposed? Absolutely. Right. Like I don't, don't give her a heads up. Like, yeah, like, I don't think it was like malicious. Like, that's the thing about Tamara is like, I don't think she ever. Mm, that's not true. I was going to say, I don't think Tamara ever does anything malicious, but. I think also she, Tamara came in like, not with a plan necessarily. She knew Jen's dirty, dirty laundry. She probably got there once they, once a couple of them started asking questions, she was like, well, I'm not going to lie. Like the question came up. Like she wasn't the right. first one to be like something like kind of Gina kind of did the work for her by like getting triggered by Jen's existence. So then Tamara jumped on it. Gina and her marble mouth. I know. But also, I don't know if Tamara knew her and Shannon were going to make up so quickly. So I think maybe Uh -uh. she's thinking, oh, my storyline will be me and Shannon. And then when that like kind of worked out the way it did, she was like, all right, I guess we got to shift to Jen because we need a storyline, which is now why I think we're shifting to Heather and that whole thing too. Like, I think Tamara's just always thinking one step ahead and these girls can't keep up with her. So mm-hmm. I don't think she was like, okay, let's bring on Jen Peranti for my gym, expose her for being like, um, having like having a weird relationship and cheating on her husband and then this guy cheating on her. But I don't think she was like, she never was not going to use it. She if it was came up. never going to bring it up herself. Yeah. She waited the perfect amount of time because she saw Gina get triggered, like you said. Then, you know, people would then like ask Tamara and I will never forget there was like, a scene with Emily who I'm obsessed with Emily. I know you love Emily. I, like I love Emily. She finally unblocked me on Instagram. Um, Thank God. Oh my God. What a day. Yeah. It was such an exciting day. What did you, how'd you get unblocked? Do you know? I don't know. I think, I, well, I kept, um, you know, I did post about it. Right. Of course. So maybe some, she got wind of that. Somebody but sent it to her. She okay. unblocked me and I'm thrilled because I'm obsessed with her. And I, the thing about, Emily and Tamara that I I love is it's a very like shocking friendship like they have a yeah. very interesting dynamic together and I think I've tweeted about this but like 
I feel like Tamara respects Emily because mm-hmm. Emily doesn't back down and not in a way where she's like going to fight you. I mean, yeah. if you call her husband a dork, I never that forget. was iconic, even though it was from like the worst human being on the planet. Yeah. That, won't name her. No, no. But um, anyway, so Emily, Tamara and Jen are like at the table and they're talking about uh, Jen's relationship and she's like okay like so did you guys like ever get physical like were you guys like physical together mm-hmm. and I was like no no bitch get out of here you're no. telling me that that man is like connecting with you on a deep emotional level absolutely that not. man with the cheetah collar that cheetah collar he is trash he's like definitely up there with like worst he's gonna be probably up there with like the Louise, the Brooks like he has all the he's- same makings of a trash Bravo husband. Disgusting. Like, yeah. I'm going to say, like, Louis number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Louis number one. Juicy Joe number two. Okay. A hot take. Yeah. I think Brooks, honestly, wasn't that bad of a guy. <laughs> Samantha. Is Samantha, that wrong? He, he faked cancer. Listen, that's not great. But, like, and like, remember all that weird stuff he said to Brianna? Like, that sexual stuff? Fuck, yeah, you're right. I kind of think he's first. Okay, Brooks. Brooks is number two. Okay, Louis. Louis will probably end up as number one, but I still, I think I might. We gotta put, give him more time. Yeah, I think I might put Brooks one than Louis. Juicy Joe did put Teresa in jail, so that he is valid. Yeah, and he, and he would yell at his and like TV. verbally abuse everybody. Like he was a fucking nightmare, and I hate this like rose colored glasses when people look back. I know. Like, oh, he's such like a fat little like happy man. I'm like, no, he's literally a nightmare. It's so Remember crazy how we rewrite history. And he like hit his face on the marble. <laughs> it's so crazy how we rewrite history. Yeah. It's the same thing as like people telling Jax Taylor like that he deserves justice. It's like, no, no, no. One no, does no, not no. equal the other. Like we are, this is insane as a society that we would ever applaud Jax because Sandoval also was trash like that is not how this two works. things can be true at once jack yes. can be horrible and sandoval can be horrible why do you think they were best friends right like in the the bodies that they have buried together the things that we don't even know mm-hmm. and for jack stuff i know he like in his press tour was like i have no leg to stand on but then would proceed to act um, like he did him and Brittany are opening up a restaurant yeah for the beer cheese because they're filming that new show and that girl it's from the bachelor is gonna be on it um, she's was on like Nick Vile season a million years ago. Her name is Jasmine. She's friends with Sheena. She's on it. Is oh, I, I know who that is. Okay. Yeah. And then her like Britney's like best friend Zach apparently is like a okay. character. So I think it's like friends in West Hollywood. And then I think they're gonna have like Sheena and Lala like film some episode. Like I think they're filming a little bit together and they're gonna air it almost like a Vanderpump like offshoot. If I, I that's just what I'm hearing. I don't know that as a fact. Tell me. But back like, to OC. Who needs that? No one. Yeah, back to OC. Back to OC. So Shannon and John Shannon and that Skeletor. Where does John rank? He reminds me of this. Okay. So when I was little, I'm going to take you on a journey. Yeah. When I was little. My cousin, I would play Barbies oh, and she would, get the, she would get the Aladdin Barbie every single The what Barbie? Day. Aladdin Barbie for her Ken. What's that? Like Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin. Aladdin. A, la- a labyrinth. I was like. A labyrinth she, Barbie. Just, okay. Just Aladdin now. Barbie. Got it. Aladdin Aladdin Barbie. Barbie. At for her like male like guy okay you know who the fuck i got who i got gi joe <laughs> that insurrectionist <laughs> and john jansen looks like my gi joe that i played with oh my god are you he, so like, triggered but if he like aged i'm not kidding i'm so triggered by him like i'll never That's forget so like, there was, like this thing on the back that would like lift his arms like this yes like, my barbie hated him she was <laughs> 
she lived in Barbie land and she was like, I cannot. Your Barbie was. She was was like girls night every night. Girls night every night. But John Jansen, there's something so sinister about him. Yeah. We are all being fucking fooled. Mm -hmm. And I think now the veil is being lifted. Like, the, because I think when him and Shannon first got together, everyone was excited for her. Well, we were just like, so happy for her not to be with David. I know. And now I'm like, is David the better option? He could be. No, Honestly, I don't think that's true. No. Okay. Why am I saying the crazy? You're jumping things? to crazy things today. However, what is interesting is I think what was so telling is Shannon's reaction to the potential. She didn't even know what Tamara was about to say. I know. Which makes me think two things. One, whatever Tamara was about to say, there was layers of it. So and it probably wasn't even the worst thing, but whatever she's told Heather, there's something so either so bad that she's so scared to get out there, which is terrifying, but also the fear that he has allegedly of being on this show or that he's projected on her is so concerning because it's either something so bad or something that just like, like he's tries to control her a little bit by being like, you can't talk about me on this show, even though Mm -hmm. he signed up to be on it. And we can say for David is boy, did he let the dirty laundry air on the program? David really guys I'm so attracted to David Bedore oh Jesus I know I tweeted that once and I was getting were you recorded I was recorded that's how I got hacked no I'm kidding Um, it was Leslie Bedore it was Leslie Bedore oh my god she's so scary she's like a white walker but yeah she's so scary but their baby's really cute anyway Mm -hmm. John Jansen so I've heard rumors about Shannon and John for years like I've heard rumors that they get like fucking blasted together yeah so drunk like I'm gonna tell you a story I think now this is all alleged and this Mm -hmm. is just a rumor I heard like years ago remember when Archie like went missing yes of course I heard a rumor that like Shannon was so drunk that night that she like left the door open and like that's how Archie got out Oh my god! So, like, there's so a lot about Shannon that like mm-hmm. is concerning to me. That like everybody kind of like dances around this, and like yeah, I mean Tamara talked about it when she when they, not when they were on the outs. Yeah, it was like Shannon, Shannon gets a good at it. I think. I think Bravo Shannon, like Shannon I think gets a great at it because and she Shannon, brings a lot to the show. But imagine she if she got like bad at it, Shannon. She is one of those housewives that I like. Uh, to Sonia Morgan, who like wasn't an OG, but like feels like it because she's yeah. given so much of herself. Like, I mean, the first season she came on the show, she was like, me and my husband don't sleep in the same bed together and we're miserable. And like, you know, like she was just crazy. Like, she, and everyone like related to her. I related to her, like when she was talking about her body, body yeah. struggles, like I really related to her in that moment. But this John person, I don't think brings out the best in Shannon. And there's like no connection between them. I noticed it when they were sitting on the couches with Eddie and Tamara. Eddie and Tamara have been married for 10 years. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Cause so I crazy. Remember, we watched that wedding. I remember that wedding. Like it was yesterday with that big that bicycle dress. above them. Mm-hmm. Remember that bicycle? I actually just recently watched the episodes where they like picked up her wedding, picked out her wedding dress. I don't remember why. That's a great one. When Vicky yeah. was told that Brooke was like fucking yes. the porn star. Or the porn star. And when like um it was the middle of the Mal. Maybe that's why I went back because it was the middle of the Malibu Country episodes. And I was like oh. feeling inspired by the IMDb drama earlier this year. Yeah. I am BD or whatever they're yeah. calling it. And the way that like Tamara and Eddie are together, they just like they sit close together. They're not like all over each other, but there's like a connection. Like you feel totally. the love. Shannon and John were sitting like completely apart like there's just no like I feel nothing between them yeah and just, just like nervous energy from Shannon around John concerns me like there's just something very like 
an undercurrent of darkness. And did I you do watch not like him. those videos of Kim Zolciak, like the 911 videos when she was like, Croy is crazy. And like the body cam footage from the police officer and she's in her yes. robe, like all distressed, like crying about Croy. That I think we're going to get a version of that from Shannon and John. Like that's what I think goes down at their house at night. So like too. I think it's like weird, like locking you out of the bedroom, like screaming at each other, screaming, drunk, belligerent, then wake up anger. and just like, oh, we were so hammered. Like, and yeah. it's crazy. Like if that was my mom's relation, like I, her daughters are what, like, 17 like 19 years old her daughters are like, so cute and i think more beautiful. mature than shannon <laughs> i mean look at who their parents are we got shannon and david yeah it can't oh, be good God. so i don't know I, I it's weird and the fact that john and shannon are still being seen together and stuff. It, it that's also giving toxicity like can't cut the cord well, the fight Andy that she brought got that into up with was like, why are you hanging out with him and she's yeah like, oh, we still like are hanging out we're still friends and she's like me and his daughter don't get along i'm like okay that's really weird yeah really she's like weird. it happens in blooded families i'm like does it but you guys aren't together anymore so like why does yeah. it matter and then i mean they had the owner of the quiet woman on Yes, I saw that. Oh my god, obsessed. And he was great with his shade. Great. I won't that that we don't name. Yeah. Mm -mm. But he said that this woman who will not be named is the worst customer he's ever had. Amazing. Um, I did watch an episode recently where that woman did blow raspberries on the window of the quiet woman, and I hate to admit that I did have a laugh. But anyway, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to follow. So I do want to talk before we get into the dick pic of it all. Um, I do want to talk about Heather and Terry. Okay. Who are on a different show, really. They're on a different show. They're on a different planet. And yeah. I couldn't love them anymore. Really? I think Heather and Terry Dubrow have a beautiful marriage. Okay. I would agree with that. I, I think they are amazing parents. I think they respect one another. I think they, honestly, I strive for that. Okay. Their goals. I, I do think they are. And we did see them go through a rough patch like a million seasons ago when Heather was on. And I think that made them pretty strong because it was one of those things where it's like, we're either going to like figure out what happened here and we're actually work through it or like we're done, especially because mm-hmm. this is airing on national television. And I think a lot of times couples don't come back from that, but they actually mm-hmm. like figured out whatever their issue was. And now that their kids are so much older, like they're just going to like go into retirement with like the, all the money in the world I and mean, like yeah. love their life. So they, I think they're really solid. I do think it's really been interesting to see this Heather transition back in. Cause she really does feel like she's like on an Island and kind of on her own show. And we only know it's going to get worse when like everything comes out with whatever Heather said about Shannon and John and whenever Heather like Shannon like confronts her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this like buying this house in Beverly Hills of it all, like, I just wonder what the future of Heather is on the show. Cause I do still like watching her and I don't think she saw this coming at all. Like when she's watch, when she's on the show right now, I think she thinks everything's going fine. But when she's like, I just, I am really interested to see where the season goes with her and the rest of the girls. Well, watching her and Tamara at that gym talk to one another, it was yeah. like literally Sarah. It was like a masterclass and like how yeah, it, it was. was like, they both were waiting for the other one to say, the thing but they and they were both like it was perfect i was like these women are my mothers like i love them so much that's why i mean i named my crutches vicky and tamra but honestly <laughs> i might rename them heather and tamra because no, that was really good because they both were me, just trying to wait for each other to whatever they were, and then it when, was they were playing chicken with one another when she like, cut to that confessional where tamra was like i already told her i was like oh i know good. i was like god fucking I love it so I think I said this on my podcast a few weeks ago when I was talking about Orange County I'll just repeat it to you again is like Mm -hmm. Heather is her best when she's not the star yes Heather 
Heather does the best work reacting to people. A hundred percent. She's not the one to like be the center, be the nucleus of the drama. Like Tamara's really good at that because she can like have multiple plates in the air at once and like like do everything. Yeah. Heather is not like that. And I think we're getting a great kind of fun dynamic between Heather and the rest of the women. And like you yeah. said, I don't really the thing about Heather is like she genuinely does not need the show. Right. And that's like, good, which is her original which is what run. We need. And her original run, that's why she was so great on it because like when like Gretchen and all these people were just being so crazy. Like it was mm-hmm. so great to have someone who and like Alexis like have someone who could be like, this is nuts and like react and kind of be like our our like voice of reason but also like sometimes when you know someone takes a bow out a piece of for cake like have like a little bit of a moment but like again Mm -hmm. it's like the b plot like she's great like commentary she's great watching and that's why last season when they like relaunched the show around her we ended up like at a sing-along like it just didn't really make sense but and now Tamara and her the history is there with Shannon like the it's it's great foundation and I hope she sticks around because I think next season would be even better because like they're really just like dipping their toe into how they feel about each other and like what it's like for Tamara to come in so hot mm-hmm. and be like basically producing the program and I don't think Heather expected that because I also think Heather was really thrown off by Shannon and Tamara getting along so well like I think that's pissing her off that like triggered her when 100%. they were like getting drunk and like playing with each other Shannon and Tamara yeah. Heather immediately flashed back to like season eight or nine yep. when she was like completely left out and she was mm-hmm. like I'm the third wheel again I hate this like this sucks it's like when Sheena like lost her mind when Stassi and Katie became friends again oh my god Shishu, that, yeah, that that crazy woman in Marina Del Rey, Sheena Shea, Marina her. Del Rey, Sheena Shea. Um, I, you know, I know that no one really. I really enjoyed the scene with Emily and Shane. Okay, I thought it was really at dinner at dinner because like they're being pretty honest about how different they are in their parenting styles. I'm like, I feel like you guys are just very different people just in general. Yeah. But they have a similar Heather and Terry dynamic to me where, I mean, they're like not close to Heather and Terry, but similarly in the way where it's like, I never worry about them getting divorced. Yeah. Like they're so committed to their family and their marriage that even when they're like, it's completely disagreeing they're like we'll make it through this like it's just it, it's a moment right now and um i find I that think they're the biggest like comeback story that we've seen on oh housewives and wild if you would have told me however many seasons ago when emily's first two seasons that her and shane would still be together i would have thought you were nuts i know they've really they've really done a lot of work on themselves yeah. i think and emily i just think is so beautiful and if she's happy in the body that she's in now like good for her but i you know i liked her before at least she admitted to trying the ozempic versus erica oh my god that is an insult to everyone everywhere i was sick she was like it's menopause and i forget who the guest was on that night i do too but it's like this old it's i feel bad i feel like she's like probably like an icon or something (laughs) older woman (laughs) yeah google it for me she was like she was like what are you talking about? Like she completely like looked at her like that's not true. Like made up. Oh, face. it's uh, Jackie Hoffman. Thank you, Jackie. Who's like Hoffman. a Watch What Happens Live like regular? Yeah, but I yeah. was like, who is this? Um, yeah. but I've seen her on Watch What Happens Live before. Yeah, yeah. She was like so not buying Erica's bullshit. She was like, I know menopause. She's like, that's never heard of anyone losing weight during menopause. She's it like, also like makes me Erica's so triggering with like the lying and stuff. Anyway, where I'm like, okay, like I know as much as I was like coming around to you again, I'm like, you're Why gonna lie about she this on? to promote 
back to blonde or whatever the hell the new residency is. Okay. The woman had like one, as to quote Yolanda, a disco hit. I don't give a fuck. I know. It's also, like, I think- honestly, it's like when Marge said that she had like hormone therapy or whatever. Yeah, and like that's how she got thin. I'm like, Marge, I love you, but you gotta just own it. And like, I do think where I'm predicting by the fall, Ozempic is going down. I'm hearing a lot of things about people that I maybe know who are taking it and are having some not so great reactions all of a sudden after a while where we got people fainting, we got people getting blood drawn and they can't even take as much blood as they need because the doctors are too scared to take that much. So they had to go back three days in a row because of how malnourished they are. What? Um, yeah. And this person was not that didn't need to lose that much weight to begin with. So I think the tides are going to turn on Ozempic. I, I think a lot of these people that have in its flop era i think i'm predicting and like i don't want anyone you know nothing too bad to happen but i the cynical part of me is like um, i mean it's kind of time to bro was out there talking about ozempic yeah he said it was better he's than like, botox yeah he's like this is bad like yeah. this is people that are taking it that don't need it like your body is fucked sharon whatever her face osborne is like very against oh, yeah. ozempic now she literally was like i'm playing with my life but also will i stop <laughs> she's like nope I will not. Um, So Gina, I can't stand. Um, I don't care about her real estate profession. I don't care. I think Travis is an angel. Travis, Trav is such a king, but just a supportive. He's giving me Chris Lorita. You think? Just in the sense where he's like very supportive. His wife's a little like bananas, but mm-hmm. he loves her anyway. Honestly, he's giving Danny. <laughs> yeah, Aww. I do love Travis. And I do think it is nice to see. I Gina, I think, is another one who's great in like group environments. Like yes. I like seeing Gina kind of spiral. I think she's really grown. I think her and Emily have both like kind of earned their spots to some degree on this show now. Like I'm glad they didn't get rid of them because even during those rough seasons, like it feels good to have people who had history. Like they were there when Tamara was around last time like that means something now if they had been gone and they were all these new people it wouldn't feel as like legit however I do think the real estate um you know it's just not really for me so I think we could cut some of those scenes I also keep like watching the never before seen ones because like I watch a lot of times the next day and then I'm like am I getting too much of that because like those are the scenes maybe they do cut no I think about that a lot and then we got to see that man David Archuleta (laughs) but not the David Archuleta is that the other one so confusing wait also with the mark cuban of it all oh um, fireside was, that, was she just trying to like heather just trying to like prove that she like has rich friends like did no one want to film with her that week i was like what was this cameo i don't know but she's like he's a billionaire yeah she's like heather like, we, we know. know we got it we 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 understand we know like, who mark is, cuban is heather. why is he here they were talking about fireside and i do have to laugh and like editors put up that montage of her talking about it a million times yeah um because it what is this? Like, I don't even need to get into it. I just like question mark over fireside. Yeah. But what I really want to talk to you about is the the triple date with everybody. It was okay. like Shannon, John, Tamara, Eddie. I'm obsessed with Eddie. Um, Who is it? He's such a king. And then Ryan. And Jen. Yeah. And Jen. Ryan on a boat again. Shows up. Everyone. Eddie's in a Navy cardigan. Tamara's in a little sweater. This man waltzes in like he is Jersey Shore 2009. I wanted to vomit. No, disgusting. he disgusting and like 
this narrative, they, they keep changing their story about this, like being on a break. And like, mm-hmm. Jen is just so like drinking his Kool-Aid and just, it just comes off so stupid to me. She's and being all of really stuff. dumb. Yeah, it's ridiculous. She's like, oh, I know, like, we didn't have rules, but like, because I was so hurt and he was so talking to me, like, I just, I know that, like, whatever happened didn't mean anything. And it's like, which is so sad because it's, it's so sad. Desperate. It's yeah, like, it you're is. Really desperate and you well, have she gave no up reason her, to be. She gave up her marriage for this. That's why she's desperate. She wants to make sure it was worth it. And she, like, it's also hard because you see Jen at home with her kids and you, like, obviously, like, love her and you, mm-hmm. you realize all this foster parenting and whatever. Like, that's amazing. And then you watch her in this relationship and you're like, oh, honey, like, like this trash man who's why does he even have a snapchat thank you and like for him to be like my limp dick misses you yeah. like, what are you talking about like and, you're too old for this sir and tamara was like why would you send a dick pic to someone that was right next to you yeah like that doesn't gross. make sense and then this like whole him saying i would fuck tamara a hundred percent happened yeah and i i don't think Tam, I do think Tamara probably like in passing was like, oh, that guy's hot. Cause that seems like yeah. a Tamara thing to say. I don't think she was like salivating over this fucking goober. A hundred percent. And also like Tamara is obviously like very like silly, flirty, like jokes about that's like, what I mean. Like stuff all the time. Like, her comment. and Andy like joke about whatever. Like Andy Cohen, yeah. like this is not Tamara trying to fuck anyone's husband. Like she would never. Oh, no. well that, well then, you know, people are coming out and they're like, well, she cheated on Simon with Eddie. I'm like her and her. And, okay. Because I've rewatched OC so many times. Mm-hmm. I know this timeline very well or what they've told us is Simon actually started dating the girlfriend that he was with. I don't know if they're still together two weeks after him and Tamara separated. Oh. Eddie and Tamara got together a month after. Right. I think Tamara and Eddie might have known each other, but I don't think they ever crossed like any sort of line like that because I think so too. Tamara had such a hard time with that divorce. Yeah. And that was like also all on the show. And I think I don't know. I just I give I give her the benefit of the doubt with that. I do too. And they've been together for 10 years. I don't give a fuck. Yes, me either. Like this is not what this is not the narrative we need to go down. No, like they've they've paid their dues. We've done this before. Ryan, we're focused on you now. That's like one of my least favorite things is like when you're talking to someone about like what's going on with them and you're trying to address something. And then they're like, well, you, it's like, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you. Mm -hmm. Like stop deflecting. And I just think Ryan is, um, foul. Yeah. I agree. People are talking about how hot he is. Who? The internet. Oh God. We're such a damaged society. (laughs) I know. They're like, you know, like they posted like shirtless pics of him and they're like, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm like, you belong in jail. Oh, God, I don't like that. I'm really curious to see how the rest of this plays out this season. I think we're in a good spot and I think it's going to make for a good reunion, too, because a lot Mm -hmm. of it is happening like in the confessionals. And that's what makes for like they have a lot to answer to. And like, you know, Tamara is going to come in so freaking hot for her first reunion back. And then there's a fight between Shannon and Gina. They're like yeah. fighting on Instagram. Yeah. And also then did you see last night when, um, or yeah, t- t- Shannon was on Watch Happens Live and was wearing the same skirt as Gina yeah. and Gina like did the like who wore better. And Shannon's response this morning was like, no one even noticed when you wore the skirt and everyone's talking about it because I'm wearing it. I'm like, oh, like we are in our petty era. Like this group did not leave on good terms. No. And that's what I like to say. Me too. I like that. I like that they, I like when they come into the reunion fired up and honestly, Vicky looked phenomenal on Watch Happens Live. And I'm ready for more Vicky too. I think that was a good energy to bring um that 
Trace Amiga's dinner was great. The Shannon mm-hmm. meltdown with production, seeing them all together. I think Vicky is going to trigger some of them, make them nervous. Some of these other mm-hmm. housewives. And I'm, I'm really intrigued by where the season's going. And I think anyone who's like writing it off is just like being lame. Just haters. Yeah. Hater energy. I think it's doing really, really well. I think people are really excited. And I think housewives is slowly kind of coming back. I feel like there was like a little bit of a dip um just with yeah. the covid stuff and like everything going on it was just like a lot um yeah but i did see that heather said that she would want gretchen back mm. um we'll see because she was on girls trip and i don't want to but now they're the airing the horse. rony girls trip before that girls trip yeah which just tells me that they don't know what the fuck to do about this Caroline and brandy stuff i know i think that's chaos and i think they are like excited I think there's that a lot people... of legal things going on behind the scenes yeah. with that that's a disaster. I, if mm. only they got Alex McCord to get on Rony Legacy because I really was looking forward to seeing her again. And I feel what like they're going to ruin it. to get Aviva fucking dresser on Rony Legacy? I feel like if Rony Legacy, the, the girl ship does really well, they would maybe do another one in like For a year sure. from now. Like Rony Legacy 2 and like maybe switch up some of the people but keep the main because like I think they're going to have see the success in it and have a hard time like cutting ties with those, especially with Crappy Lake like doing well. Is it a Peacock production? Yes. Okay, I trust it. Yeah, it's Peacock. No offense to Bravo, but like Peacock's been killing it. Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of nervous that they're putting uh, Miami back on Bravo. What? Yeah, Miami's going to air on Bravo now instead of Peacock. I know. It's upsetting. Hopefully it's still the same producers and stuff because I also feel like Miami gave off like money. Money. I don't yeah. question any of it. The o- Actually, the only person I question their money is Anthony fair i just mean like the production of, like peacock oh, was like turning up the production value on on miami and i think yeah. that was part of the reason of the success for the launch and also that the episodes sometimes were a little longer whatever like it's just like less restrictions and i think to move it back to bravo is a mistake personally i agree i agree sarah well sarah this was a pledge thank you so much for coming on please plug your podcast and where everybody can find you well, I am at Sarah Heron on on uh, the Instagram and all the places. I'm really haven't haven't been on threads in a month, but got to check in over there, I guess. Still Who on has? X. Still on X. Um, and you can listen to Us Weekly's Here for the Right Reasons podcast if you want to get interviews with your favorite members of Bachelor Nation and some recaps um, with charity season. I know it's been a little not the best, but gear up for the Golden Bachelor and please come check in on me in September when Golden Bachelor and VIP are both airing back to back. Yeah, Golden Blotter's on at 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. after Dancing with the Stars, which is moving back to ABC because of hashtag writer strike. And then the night next night, there will be a two-hour episode of BIP. So I will be um, not well, but I will be recording. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, we'll get into that maybe the next time you're on. We'll talk about how watching television for your job isn't as relaxing as one might think. Yes, everyone's so cool bad for us. We're coming full circle. Like we, the influencers. Like it's a real job. Like watching TV, it's a real job. Like everyone's so bad us. for us. Yeah, life is so hard. Anyway, on that note, you guys, I hope everybody has a great, safe weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe or every listen to podcasts. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Media Production.